All right, so I, I got a question for you, actually. Yeah, what's that? Okay, so have you been taking creatine lately? I have, yeah. Okay, so is it is it just me or like after taking creatine for a while, the chalky taste just starts getting to you? Um, how, like how do you how do you get your creatine intake? Uh, I put it in, in my protein shake. So like mm-hmm. the chalky flavor just kind of like blends in with the chalky flavor of the uh, protein. But I guess I have a pretty yeah, strong... I think that's a supreme do. This what... That's a supreme way to do it. Yeah, definitely. I used to put it in my pre-workout, but that kind of sucked. So now I take it after a workout and it's a lot better. Because like if you take it before, you have to be really hydrated you know like you have to mm-hmm. be hydrated before you take it and so i um when i was taking it i take it in the mornings before i'd really eaten anything and before i'd had a lot of water so i start my workout and i just feel like garbage so <laughs> it's like i you know i'd start no, yeah, taking I, it afterwards be it's way too. better it's so much better that was me too. natty wonders featuring jeremy and bryant Listen, the man in the cave doesn't care who you look like. He's going to kill you anyway. I learned that I need to eat cats and infants, apparently. Two of the best therapy sessions. You've got D&D and heavy circles. Welcome back to Natty Wonders. I'm Jeremy Crumbo, and as always, I'm joined here with Bryant. Yes, sir. Say hello, Bryant. Here I am. Hello, everybody. It's yes, very sir. nice to be with you. Oh man, yeah, good to good to be back. Um, as you heard from the intro, back in my dorm, and um, Bryant, you're starting school as well. Yes, sir. Just this was the uh, end of the first week when we're recording this, and I don't know, living life. <laughs> classes are pretty good. I I haven't started classes. That's gonna be tomorrow, oh. and I actually have to wake up pretty early for for my first one. So sheesh, that's gonna be rough. But we we have a really good episode planned today. Uh, we actually have another Bryant reviews. Play that stinger real quick. Bryant reviews. Oh yeah, I love hearing that. What are we reviewing today? Today we're reviewing the new release of Starfield. Bethesda's latest game uh, in the completely new universe from the Elder Scrolls, which is the universe that they're most well known for. I would say Skyrim and Oblivion and Morrowind and and all of those games. I'd also say, I'd also argue like Fallout would probably be their most recognizable one. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So Fallout, Beth- uh, Fallout and Skyrim. We're talking these like huge titles. And Bethesda has just come out with Starfield. And first impressions are the game is visually amazing, visually stunning, everything that you'd expect from something that's been in the works for, you know, 15 years and came out recently, right? Photorealism, um, amazing graphics, very nice. Um, you know, the the combat is interesting. It's um, I'm playing just on normal mode right now and it feels yeah like everything just feels normal it feels clean it feels um, it feels like you're there right when you're shooting enemies it's not like Skyrim or Fallout where they just kind of like buff the enemy's health 
and reduce your damage to make the game harder. It feels like, you mm. know, it just if you headshot someone two or three times, like they die, they're done. Right. And uh, if you blow yourself up, like you take a butt ton of damage, like you almost dead. So it feels, feels good. Like it feels realistic. It feels nice. Uh, the gameplay is, is good. The, there's a ton of side quests. Story. story. Um, well, I haven't gotten very far into the story because I've been distracted just by, you know, the sheer amount of world building that they've done. So I've just like barely started the first quest, but I've been going around doing a bunch of side quests and exploring um, just the main uh, main hub town. I forget what it's called, if I'm being honest. Um, but I <clears throat> we, we just won't spoil it. You know, we'll let you figure that out yourself. Um, but it's just been a great experience. I will say, though, I listen, I have a great system, a great PC. All right. I have a. Yeah a Ryzen 6700 graphics card. I've got, you know, 24 gigabytes of RAM. I've got six free terabytes of storage on my hard drive. And this game is like so choppy. Like the moment that you fire a gun, it just reduces to zero frames. Like it's terrible. What? Yeah. (laughs) I, I assume that these are just like early bugs, early kinks that they're working out. And the, it's great, but even when I uh, reduce my visuals down to low, low, as low as you can possibly go, kind of like limbo, you know, it it just it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change anything. You know, you fire on someone, yeah. it reduces to zero frames. You talk to someone in like a dialogue, their voice doesn't match up to like what they're actually saying, like their their lips. It's just like uncanny valley, kind of like just like not good. Oh. But that sucks because yeah, I don't know because like I feel like that's a, I feel like that's more. I mean yeah, it's a bug, but it's not, that's like a big bug that like, I feel like they should have fixed before even releasing the game. Yeah, because I at that point for me that would just be un, unplayable. Yeah, it's not unplayable. I'm just hoping that you know in that first round of you know hot fixes that that's one of the things that gets patched, but. I, I don't know if that's necessarily just like on my side of uh, on my system or what, but I don't know. I, I haven't found anyone else complaining of the same issues, but maybe they're just used to it in Bethesda games. Who knows? Because my computer no, I, has, I think... it has no problem running Fallout 4 uh, on like ultra high graphics. You know, it has no problem running Baldur's Gate or The Witcher 3. Like it's, totally fine absolutely no problem but this game it just seems like it's not very well optimized which is a fixable problem of all the problems to have i would rather have that as opposed to something that has a terrible story um you know not a very dynamic world this is this has a dynamic world very nice lots of places to explore unique areas unique npcs it's very very interesting very visually appealing Okay. So I guess that does make up for it. Yeah. And again, like I said, these are temporary issues that hopefully will get fixed. If Bethesda has learned anything, it's how to piss off a fan base, but keep them still mm-hmm. coming back. So the, they're good to their fans, just maybe not in the initial release. Yeah, which that sucks. But yeah. Hey, hope, hopefully eventually they'll learn the lesson. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, Brian, thank you so much for that review. Um, if you've played Starfield yourself, tell us your initial thoughts. Tell us if you agree with um, what Brian reviewed or not. And tell us like what, what you think of it in general. Um, excellent. Okay, so let's get on to the meat of this episode. <laughs> get it meat because we're talking about diets. More, more specifically, uh, we're talking about funny. fad diets. We're going to be doing a little tier list, uh, a little ranking of some of some of the fad diets of all time. Um, so we have this big list right here. And so we're going to give our thoughts. Now, we're not we're no dietitian experts, right? But usually these diets are not the best. Um, they don't, they don't work out that well. And usually you can use a bit of common sense and the basic understandings of nutrition and wellness to, to kind of snuff out these fad diets and see which one is effective and which one's not effective. So Brian, are you ready for this? Yes, sir. I am. Excellent. All right. So first up on the list, Brian, what, you, you want to introduce the first one on the list? Yes, sir. First one on the list, we have the famous keto diet. I'm not sure what it's short keto. for. Do you know what it is? It's, uh, show, it's short for ketones. Ketones. Okay. Very so nice. ketones is a type of hormone that changes that. Um, I don't know how to say this, but it like changes your fat deposits into glucose mm. for your brain because so here's the thing so your your brain needs carbohydrates it needs glucose especially uh like it feeds on glucose like if you don't have enough carbs in your bloodstream like that's when you start getting oh, maybe some headaches you start like your blood sugar can crash and that's when you like start feeling a little groggy or like brain foggy but keto eliminates carbs so that you're just eating fats yeah, you're just eating fats so that your ketones will eventually come out and start eating that fat deposits and changing it over to glucose. And yeah, it helps you lose weight, mm -hmm. apparently. So here's the thing. Keto is definitely a fad diet. It's, yeah, it's not one that I would ever recommend to anyone. But I, I have heard one person lose a bunch of weight from doing keto and they're still on keto and they described it to me that like without eating carbs and stuff like they they get full like they're able to eat a lot of calories and they get full but they they don't feel totally right like they get that brain fog for like the first couple of weeks maybe a month and then they start seeing results yeah, I can see a, like a lot of glaring issues with that. It's, um, you know, carbohydrates are where you get your energy from. That's literally energy. Like simple energy right there. The stuff that gets broken down first, those are all carbohydrates. And when you remove those from a diet, you remove your ability to like exert yourself or to do much of anything without having to rely on things that take a long time to digest and that aren't like readily available for your body to use. So it just takes a lot more energy 
to create energy like, that's a poor way of putting it but yeah. that's basically what happens yeah not to mention too like it's definitely not good for like bodybuilding or anything like that one because you, your energy levels are going to be super low but two your body digests carbohydrates first then it digests proteins and then fats so you're going to be like losing essential proteins before you even start losing weight. Mm -hmm. So if you're planning on doing this for cutting or losing weight in general, don't. Um, where would you rate this? Um, on a tier list, I would say that it's not like this is this is S to to F. Yeah, S to F. I would say it's not like a it's not the worst diet that you could ever do, but I think that it's not like great it's not going to help you so i'd say i'd probably put out a c like mid yeah i'd put out a c because it's not like dangerous but it's it's not it'll help you lose weight but it's not going to help you to like lead a healthy lifestyle yeah i i definitely put this at a, like a low c yeah definitely. maybe a high d yeah um yeah i i don't really like that one as much but i guess it, it is effective if like you just want to eat whatever and then not eat what would not eat whatever but i don't know what i'm saying i i don't know it's fine not good for bodybuilding in my opinion yeah for sure next up we talked about this one last week vegan um we reviewed that one video of that guy who may or may not be natural but hey i'm not gonna past judgment like if he's natural then like that's a compliment like holy cow mm -hmm. um yeah just like vegan veganism in general where where would you put that one so to like put a caveat like we're differentiating diet from like just as a an eating standpoint from like uh an ideology standpoint because a lot of people are vegan yeah for an ideology and you know yep. i don't like agree with and this the is, ideology this is for just health benefits. yeah this is we're talking just health benefits whatever you think um i would say that vegan is um probably i would say lower on my tier list than keto really yeah maybe like about the same fit. Cause it's I'm, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'd actually put it a little higher than keto because, yeah. well, I don't know, because there is like malnutrition that can happen and yeah, then like, like it, you're missing out on, it, it could be dangerous. That that's my problem. Yeah. If you don't, if you aren't, if you aren't informed and you're not taking the right supplements, it could be dangerous. Like iron deficiencies, protein deficiencies. We're talking like really bad things for your health vitamin b12 yeah b12 you're just not going to have that at all unless you take supplements you know these things are very difficult to to come by and you have to be very very strict in what you eat you have to eat the right amount of of beans and legumes and things with uh, natural proteins with nuts and and you can't just eat salad every day right which i mean a lot of yeah. people do a lot of vegans will just like especially ones that are uh, vegan for like religious reasons they'll just eat like hot cheetos and like salad that that's personal experience a girl i dated was vegan and that's all she would eat so crucify oh me for it but that that's all she would eat and <laughs> she had she had an iron deficiency because she didn't like take supplements and it's dangerous especially if you're working out and again 
Then again, the funny thing is, is that all women have iron deficiencies, or they're more likely to have iron deficiencies. Well, okay, okay, Jeremy. Yes, this is true. However, <laughs> this this exacerbates the problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not gonna lie. Okay, yeah, maybe I would put it a little lower. I we can I don't put, know we can like, we can go in between put it at like a low C with keto, um, but yeah, I just I think that you know it's like you'll feel pretty good um, because you're just eating vegetables. But if you're not really careful about it, it can be dangerous. That's my, yeah. that's my qualm with it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it definitely takes a lot more research. And in my opinion as well, I don't think it's none of these fad diets, I think are too natural. We'll, we'll talk about the ones that might be like that are really good, but vegan in particular is definitely i don't think is a natural good diet yeah our, our bodies are not intended to be like solely vegetarian or vegan like it's not we're just not yeah. built like that yeah like find us in the comments but there's definitely a lot of a lot of evidence that shows that we're omnivores yeah. but speaking of omnivores um Next up is carnivore, which is the also like the other spectrum of vegan. Yeah. Why don't you weigh in um, on this one first, Jeremy? Carnivore, I also put it in the same category as vegan. It's like, dude, please eat a vegetable, man. Like yeah. that five, your fiber content is absolutely atrocious. Bro, your poops I, are going to be sure... so hard. Oh my gosh, dude. And I'm um, not to mention your your microbiome yeah it's gonna be screwed bro yeah no that's that's yeah. right your microbiome it's just screwed 100 percent. because like your probiotic you know probiotics yeah yeah, yeah. no prebiotics that's your whoa. prebiotics are, you're not getting any of that yeah which is fiber and and um yeah mainly fiber that it feeds off of so carnivore, I'm actually like, okay, here's also the funny thing. Anyone that has done carnivore, like they say they feel great and that they lose a lot of weight from it. Um, and that there are health benefits, but it hasn't been studied in a high population and most of it is just testimonials. And so I'd say there's nothing wrong with a steak, but if that's all you eat, that's a D tier. Yeah, I'd say so. I D tier for lower the hard than, poops. Yeah, I'd put that lower than vegan, man, because at least they have nice poops. Yeah, they can actually poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about this next one? We got pescatarian. Yes, sir. Next up, we got pescatarian, uh, which I mean, for those of you who don't know, it's essentially vegetarian or veganism, but you can eat uh fish and sometimes uh eggs as well, depending on kind of what you're going for there this one is I, milk cut out of it um no i it depends it depends so like if because vegans cut out all animal products so egg and milk and cheese included um vegetarians mm. uh it's only meats so animal products are okay except for fish if, in this case fish is also allowed because fish uh don't matter as much as the other animals i guess no, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> I'm getting the most pescatarian. We're not getting like, into ideology. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, anyway. 
So pescatarian, like I would definitely rate it higher than vegan because it's a lot more oh, yeah. sustainable lifestyle. You know, you you're eating fish, which does have protein. There, you know, if you're eating like wrong kinds of fish, there might be some issues with like mercury deposits over a long period of time. But like, really not huge. Uh, I would yeah. I would say though that like. It's just like eat eat a balanced diet, bro. Like, like, cause you need red meat, a certain amount of red meat with like the good fats and things like that that come with it to build proper well, then again, muscle and stuff. Then again, isn't salmon? Salmon is a type of red meat, and it's got like the uh, all the omegas. Well, uh, that you need. very loosely speaking, it's not. It's similar. It's not like the same. It's like, like, okay. uh, like pork is technically a white meat. However, like it, it, it's not really like it, it's like technically a white meat, but not not not. Like really. it still has pretty good iron level in it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like yes, there's a spectrum to it, but like there's nothing that's gonna be just like a steak or just like a chicken breast or something like that. Like you can lump yeah. it into a category, and yeah, so like you have a variety. So it's like you're we're getting there. We're getting to a good level, which I would say I'd put pescatarian in B tier. B tier, I yeah. I actually like that. I I put that high B tier, maybe low A tier. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's up me, there. Just because you're finally starting to introduce more foods, and you're not putting out as many as like the other ones. Yeah, definitely. You're not limiting yourself. You're able to eat most of the things that you want. Um, maybe not the meats and things like that, but you can have a good, healthy, balanced diet with good fats and things like that. Oh yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Dukin diet or the Dukin. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but it's pretty much a high protein diet. You cut out carbs and fats and you just eat a lot of protein. Okay. Um, I see similar issues with, with similar uh, to carnivore poops, man. That's going to hurt. Yeah. What, what would be the, the difference the between this and the high protein and carnivore? Like, what's the difference? Uh, you can pretty much eat like anything, anything with protein as opposed I, to only meat or yeah, I guess like the high, the stuff with the highest protein would be meats. So maybe you would be going more carnivore on this. Yeah. I feel like you could get away with pretty nuts much and things too, nuts and milk and like stuff like that. Yeah. Beans. Yeah. So you could still eat that stuff, but again, you're cutting out a lot of vegetables. Yeah. I don't know. I'd still rate it higher than carnivore because at least there's like a little bit of leeway. Assuming yeah. assuming that this is what we're thinking that it is. If it is just carnivore, then it would be the same. But I would rate it similar to vegan, just like a, just a little bit above carnivore. I'd say probably C tier. What do you think about that? C tier? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Actually, I think I was looking at it. It is... Yeah, the Duncan the Dukin diet is a high protein, low carbohydrate fad diet devised by Pierre Duncan. Huh. Okay, interesting. Okay, next up is the one superfood, which in this case it's like that one superfood that all these celebrities are craving about. Like you've got nutritionists and whatnot saying like this is the superfood that has all your nutrients, and if you just eat that, you'll survive. And usually you'll lose weight in the process kind of thing. Yeah, because you're I'm like talking like super hungry all the time. Exactly. I'm talking like potatoes, 
the the honey chia seed i i don't even know flax seeds so okay okay so it's it's stuff like that where it's so like you just eat one super you're food. only eating one food for the entire yeah. diet like it's you're not eating yeah. anything else uh pretty much so oh, oh, oh. i don't know how i feel about but, that but one. like no yeah it's definitely gonna be miserable but it it is one that i know uh one of my family members they actually have done that in the past uh with the potato where it's like i mean he lived off a potato for almost three months i think Mm. and lost quite a bit of weight and didn't die i mean you you do have to take supplements with this because it's impossible for one food to have everything that you need and to eat enough of it to get that nutrient and not overdo it on other nutrients if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah Um, but i'm pretty sure this is a oh go ahead no yeah you you go ahead bud you finish i was about to say this is probably going to be a solid f tier for me <laughs> yeah 100 f tier i was I, I didn't know i didn't know where you were going with that but i was like i don't know like the the irish really liked potatoes except for that period of time when they really didn't have potatoes um but like and then that guy made a modest proposal to eat children instead yeah i love that one. anyway so but it's just like like that's super dangerous like it's not like you'll oh, lose yeah. weight there's a lot of things that'll make you lose weight. Not eating for two weeks, that'll make you lose weight, but like you'll want to die. So <laughs> I feel like this is like right up there. Um, it's, yeah, it's dangerous. I, any diet that's dangerous or that requires oh, the, yeah. the taking of like supplements, uh, like that requires it as opposed to like using it as something to help you to make sure that you have a good balanced diet, one that requires supplements for you to even be able to survive. I'm not a fan of. Yeah. No, yeah, I I think those are bad. Yeah. Because I I'm a big believer of like you should always be getting your nutrients from food and not from a pill. Yeah, 100%. Because the pill pills are just not as effective as like getting it from fruits and vegetables and and whatnot. Yeah, they just they can't be. It's just not possible. No, not possible. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got raw foodism, which, by the title of that, it is raw food that you're eating, like uncooked food. Yep. Like meat. So included? raw foodism, also known as, huh? Ra- like meats too. Yep. Bruh. Oh, uh, hang on. Let me read it real quick. So raw foodism, also known as rawism or a raw food diet, is a dietary practice of eating only or mostly food that is uncooked and unprocessed. I'm a fan of the unprocessed. The uncooked, however, um, not a big fan. (laughs) I'm assuming, hopefully, that they're not eating like anything other than just like absolutely hyper fresh steak and maybe like sushi for meats if they're eating yeah. anything else like that's that, like that should be done for mega f tier like you're getting salmonella you're getting some crap that's gonna kill you but you're, get, you're getting the worms in the in the pork yeah yeah like but yeah <laughs> i see Which, you type, i'm, I'm pretty the sure screen. they don't eat that 
Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, I know that you can eat steak mostly raw as long as you like temp it up a little bit, but still, like, don't do that. That's not like that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I like the unprocessed part of it. Definitely, definitely. Where it's like, yeah, like have a fresh steak, but please don't eat it raw please cook it that's a waste of a steak if you're yeah. just eating it raw just like temp you don't have you can eat it like rare that's fine because it's cooked up to a temperature at which it is safe to eat all those you know microbes have been killed or most of them at least to a tolerable level and you can eat it without occurring incurring any like detrimental health uh issues but yeah i don't know um yeah for vegetables as well like um vegetables are just like you what vegetables can you eat raw carrots um i'm that's salad. what i'm eating right now yeah you can eat a lot of stuff you can you can however like why yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know yeah i put i put that in f because yeah, solid one f. it's extremely dangerous if your stomach's not used to it and it could end your life if you don't know what you're doing if you're eating the wrong you just things. jump right into it yeah i i'd say so oh yeah 100 i don't know what's worse plus, one superfood or raw food like i'm not sure i'm kind of conflicted oh eat, they're definitely on like the same level yeah they're, they're just both bad like low f tier yeah uh but now so far this tier list has been pretty low and <laughs> negative been, been except bad. for pescatarian we put that at a b yeah that one is but okay. this next one i actually have high hopes for it's the mediterranean diet bro i put this one on here let me tell you guys i might be biased but the mediterranean diet is just like so if you haven't heard uh mediterranean diet is essentially a diet focused on fresh food so we're talking like you know, the raw foodism aspect with freshness and unprocessed foods. Uh, it has a healthy amount of like good fats from, you know, foods like lambs or avocado or olives, things like that. It has a good amount of carbs um, from like just simple breads and things like that. Salads and cheeses. It's pretty much based on, based on the Mediterranean culture. Exactly, yeah. When I was in Greece a little while ago, like the Mediterranean diet, just like it's it's amazing. Like it's so good. It's just very very simple. Um, you know, meat, maybe some cheese. Um, hiros, they're just like meat, cheese. No, not even cheese. Meat and uh, tomato and lettuce and then like a sauce. That's it. All fresh. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Now now here's that's my favorite part about this diet is the variety in one meal that yeah, you can have. Definitely. I mean it's it's amazing i i would say and plus plus the health benefits from from people in the mediterranean area that that focus on this diet and just eat it um every day i mean they live usually the average um the average person's health over there is really good mm -hmm. and they live for a long time like life expect expectancy goes up i mean they're like the obesity rates are down i mean it's it's a good diet and i i would also highly recommend anyone that wants to lose weight and just like feel a lot better about their diet and what they eat to try out the mediterranean diet because not only is it flavorful and just like fun to eat 
and colorful, I mean, it is just the best one. Yeah, it's also just non-restrictive as well. There's such a great variety of things you can eat. And, you know, all of basically all the meats are on the table. Um, all of the, you know, cheeses are on the table, like oils and good fats, healthy fats. Those are all up there for you. And you're not constrained to like one specific type of food, but more so a style of preparing it and cooking it and serving yeah. it. That's different than a lot of things that we see in the West today. Oh, yeah. It's it's a good one. Mm -hmm. um, definitely one of my favorites. Um, and I put that in S tier. Easy. Oh, easily. Easily S tier. Like, all nutritionists will would point to the Mediterranean diet as one of the best. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm with you. Next up, we have intermediate fasting. Intermittent fasting. There we go. I said it right that time. Intermittent fasting. Um, what's some of the pros of that? What What are some of the pros cons? Uh, the pros. It definitely does help with weight loss. Like that's I. It's been proven. Oh, yeah. It's it works. Right. It's 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 not a diet necessarily. Um, but like it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's more of a lifestyle change. <laughs> which um, it's not a fad. It's a lifestyle. Anyway, um, it's definitely needs to be coupled though with a proper diet so intermittent fasting for those of you that don't know is when you don't eat uh for the entire day until the night time when you just eat dinner and you eat a semi-large dinner um until the next day where you don't eat any food until dinner time again and then it goes on and on and on and obviously like the the um intermittency of it can depend on what your needs you know um but generally the most popular one is to to only fat or to eat only at dinner time for several days or to go like intervals of days without eating mm, okay yeah i've heard it i've heard that one before where it's like you you don't eat for a day and then you kind of eat normally and then you kind of just break up how you eat now yeah. here's here's some cons to it especially it's extremely hard to be disciplined during intermediate intermittent fasting yeah we're talking um, no food at all only like water basically for the whole day yeah no snacks nothing you're just hungry all day and the ghrelin uh hormone in your body is definitely going to um just pretty much take over at some not take over but it's going to be really hard to fight back because remember ghrelin is the hormone that makes you um want high calorie food i mean it's like hey we need energy there's a, there's like an imbalance of calorie levels in our body and we need we need food and so that hormone is going to tell you like hey look at that donut over there doesn't that look really good and you're more likely to fall to just eating like a big high calorie meal to, you know, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, definitely. But, but it does, I think it does also work. Yeah. Um, and there's the dichotomy there is that it has the potential to be kind of dangerous. If not like watched properly, it kind of steps into a territory uh, of eating disorder 
because your body needs food, right? Regardless of yeah. what diet you're doing, it's not healthy uh, to like deprive it of food for long periods of time. It's not, it's not intended to do that. Uh, it can no. cause trauma to your body if you do that, but it does. Especially work. if like you don't, especially if you like don't have enough weight. Yeah. To... If, if you're starting off already low in body fat percentage and you are doing intermittent fasting, like, yeah, you're going to look pretty good, but you're not going to be as healthy as you could be eating a much better diet for you. Even one that's low in fat, but that's good on carbs and good on proteins and things like that. Yeah. And the, a lot of bodybuilders, like when they, when they're doing their cut and they're trying to make weight and whatnot, they'll do intermittent fasting along with a, a lot of other things. Um, and I mean, yeah, again, if, as you said, if you have like too low of a body fat percentage, then you will become completely asexual. You'll have no energy. You'll feel tired, sick. You might catch a sickness is more, uh, but that's only in extreme cases. Now, if you're starting off at like pretty high body fat percentage and like, you know, you can go a little bit without eating, then that's actually really good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's actually a thing that I learned where it's the 10 day fat, uh, fast where you don't eat for 10 days and it completely like levels out your body back to square run, back to square one. I mean, like your blood pressure, I've heard, I've heard blood pressure goes back to normal hormone balance, um, goes back to normal. Like it all starts back to pretty much almost equilibrium oh wow so it can be really good it, it, it's a good detox for sure um but i'd say intermittent fasting should only be done probably once a month just to detox your body especially mm -hmm. um i mean sports teams have done that and the health benefits to that are really good so depends on intermittent fasting and and what you consider that but for me, if you're doing uh, an intermittent fast once a month, then that's an S tier. What do you think? I think I would put it probably more A tier if I'm being fair. Um, I just actually think, yeah yeah. I, that's I, a good point. I think because... too. It doesn't really hold the candle to the Mediterranean diet. Like it's a Mediterranean diet is well balanced, and it doesn't require like heat like leaps and bounds to be able to get there intermittent fasting does require that of you and if you can do it great but most people won't be able to do it mediterranean diet anyone yeah. could do it like it's it's very easy like you're full all the time uh you know you're not you don't have to worry about like being hungry all the time but yeah intermittent fasting definitely is not uh i don't think it's quite up there i think it's good it has its place when and when done correctly i think it's a tier I think that going long periods of time without eating is definitely more like D tier. But if you're doing yeah. intermittent fasting properly for the right reasons, then it's A tier. Yeah. And like, I, I'm, I, I should probably, well, I sounded dumb there. <laughs> we, I should probably mention that at any body fat percentage, at any weight, uh, fast once a month is physically good for you mm -hmm. uh if you're trying to lose weight 
then yeah, as you, as you said, that one is also pretty tough because if you do intermittent fasting, it's possible that once you're done with intermittent fasting, you could just gain the weight back yeah. pretty quickly. Um, so you definitely still have to change your diet completely um, after it, intermittent fasting. Uh, but yeah, let's stop talking about that one. We put that in A tier. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have paleo. Right. So if, if I'm understanding correctly, paleo is similar to raw foodism where it removes all processed foods from your diet. Is that correct? Uh, that looks to be the case. It's the paleolithic mm-hmm. diet. So we're talking or things that as caveman diet. Yeah, the things that would have been eaten in the Paleolithic period. So we're talking lots of meats, uh, lots of like natural growing vegetables and things like that. Uh, probably like yep. grains and and things and like fruits and berries. Um, other than that, I'm not entirely sure what else is paleo. But f- just from that, I I think of it pretty highly. But I think that it's also quite restrictive. It is. Um, it's definitely said to be restrictive by nutritionists. Not to mention, um, because you, the only animal meats that you can have is wild or grass-fed meats. Oh, I see. So it's a very so expensive I, diet, is what you're saying. Yes. Uh, either you're like a really good hunter, fisher, whatever. And you're able to like pretty much come back home each day with a nice elk over your shoulders. Or you're just buying it from the store with that label, with that fancy little label that yeah. adds $10 to it. Yep, there you go. Um, So for price-wise, this one's pretty tough, a little restrictive. Um, might be missing some key food groups, but... Other than that, it's not too bad. Yeah, I'd say it's not horrible. I'd probably put it B tier. It's it's good. It's it's healthy, um, but it's definitely not as accessible, especially because like who really knows what they were eating in the Paleolithic period? Like we don't really know. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's it's a good idea, I think, to remove processed foods. But I think that like the you're really you're trying to stick to your guns too much when you say only grass fed or wild caught meats. It's like there's yeah there is a, a difference to you know wild meats and fresh and meats from the store, but if you're buying fresh, you know you're not buying it from Walmart. You're buying it from like a a grocery store one that's um you know has a better supply chain. Then I think that the difference is really minimal, and that if you're cooking it properly and and you're cooking it in this you know certain way uh, with minimal fats or minimal um, like sugary sauces on it, then that would be healthy. It would be it would be comparable to just the meat that you've cut raw and that you've you've cooked. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, paleo, that's going to be a B tier for us. Um, unfortunately, no mammoths that we can eat. So that's sad. Dang it. Um, and then next up, uh, you're going to have to explain this one. We have the seafood diet, um, but it's not seafood. It's S-E-E food diet. 
All right, Jeremy. So go 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 along with me on this, right? So all right. So you walk into the grocery store, right? Okay. Look at all the food around you, right? How much food can okay. you see? Can you see all of the food or none of the food? If you just have your eyes, open? I I can I can only see the ones in front of me. Okay, okay. So take that food that's in front of you. Now walk around the store so that you see everything, right? Oh yeah, I'm seeing everything. Yeah, now. You, you can eat all of that in the seafood diet. Um, for bulking, that is an S tier, easy. <laughs> S plus, S plus tier. This is a this is a godlike tier. I mean, you're not going to be losing weight at all. No, no, you, you're seafood. definitely bulking, dirty bulk to the max. But this, I mean, come you're on, you're going to feel awful. You're going to feel well. you're going to feel like garbage. You are not going to feel amazing at all. You're going to gain a lot of weight. Probably not a lot of muscle, probably a lot of fat, but you'll get big. Yeah. So if that's what you're wanting, seafood diet is for you. Yep. I mean, despite all of its cons, it is, I, I still say that's a, that's an S for yeah, me. S for me too. And that's why I, I gotta say I'm, I'm in, I'll take that offer. Yes, sir. We are both heading on to the seafood diet. Um, <laughs> Wait, you're on the cut though. <laughs> oh, that's dang it freak <laughs> you forgot no i'm just gonna go on the Look how... intermittent fasting uh diet except i'm gonna intermittent fast all month look at you 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 forgot that you're that you're cutting and now oh. everyone knows how disciplined you are i'm a loser i'm a loser y yep all right so let's let's go over what we have ranked here okay so i as so Actually, let's start with F tier. At F tier, we've got the one superfood diet. Uh, and then we have raw foodism. They're both at F because mm -hmm. they suck. Yes. Then we don't have... Oh, we have carnivore in D tier. Then in C tier, we've got keto, vegan, high protein, or dukin. And that's it. And then in B tier, we have pescatarian and paleo, which they aren't bad, but you are cutting out some foods and they're still pretty restrictive. And then for A tier, we've got in intermittent fasting. And then at S tier, we've got Mediterranean diet and seafood diet at number one. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell us what you think about the, that list in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, and if not, you can DM us and uh, tell us what you would change. Tell us how mad you are, like saying like, oh, I thought, I think carnivore is better than vegan, blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, they both suck. So, <laughs> <laughs> so calm down. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, it's been an amazing time with you. This is a very definitive tier list. I don't, I don't anticipate anyone arguing with anything that we have to say on here. Uh, we are experts in our field and, uh, yeah, this is just definitive. Like, I think this will be the new, um, the tier list that nutritionists look at, um, as they're learning the, the ropes of being a nutritionist. And I still can't find one, one other diet that, that rivals, um, 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 um calories in, calories out kind of thing. Because hmm. that's, that is just how our bodies work. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely all about calories in calories out you don't have to do weird fad diets um to lose weight 
or to gain weight really yeah just just eat healthily hell healthy please yes sir all right well we don't have any um we don't have any gym talk slanders for this week uh because we had a feeling that this tier list would go on for a pretty long time and plus As i do have did. To going to bed. yeah me too it did <laughs> so um yeah Join us next week. Uh, we'll definitely have gym, some Jim Talk slanders. And we're going to be talking about... Well, it depends on if we can get a guest speaker on or not. But we're going to be doing our Index Card RPG recap. Because Brian and I did actually run a, play a game of Index Card RPG. If you don't know what that is, go ahead and listen to that episode where we review it. Um, it's called the rpg system that's going to rival D or something like that um yeah Sounds go ahead right. and listen to that and we'll we'll see you guys next week yep. all right thank you for listening see you next week bye jeremy all right bye hey adventure looks like you made it to the end of this episode again we're so grateful that you listened to this project of ours and hey if you enjoyed why not share your favorite episode it helps us out, and when you hit share, you will always roll a natural 20 on your first roll. And to spice up the deal, we'll even give you a nice, juicy PR that you've always been dreaming of. Want to play a bigger part in the adventure? Follow us on Instagram at Natty Wonders. Send us your best gym talk slanders, and we'll review them on the show. Have a great day.